Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Basically, this road is like an unpaved road. Pretty rough road. I realized at some point like that I had seen no other cars on the road. It was afternoon, it was getting a little dark, and there was like a storm coming in. It was starting to drizzle. And so we take this turn to the right. And so I'm in the passenger seat. My window is down. I see something up ahead, and I see a black figure right before the turn on my side of the road. And I remember thinking, like, what is that? So we get closer, and we're going slowly, and I'm getting a better and better view of this thing. It's so still that I thought, you know, from a distance coming up, I thought it was like a sculpture or you know, something that was like there. And I'm just looking at this thing and I see like this Bigfoot on the side of like the side of the road, like side of the road, like not in, not really very obscured or anything. I saw his whole entire body and he was looking at me. He was totally like looking at me. Our eyes were like locked on each other. I don't know if he thought he was like hiding. He wasn't doing a good job of it at all because I could see him from his shins all the way to his brow. And like the impression I got is like, you know how like when you're driving on a road and there's like some kind of animal who freezes but is like scared so they're like kind of rigid, ready to run. That was the look I was getting, like he was ready to run. I haven't talked about it, you know, I just basically like opened up the box and revisited it and it's all there. It's like it almost like it just happened. I'd like to welcome Rosie to Bigfoot Crossroads. Rosie, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you for asking me. Yeah. I uh, Just to catch everybody up to speed, I, I ran across Rosie's uh, Bigfoot encounter on Facebook, I believe it was. Uh, she had responded to somebody about, has anybody ever seen a Bigfoot, I think. And uh, there is something pretty unique about your uh, sighting that caught my attention. Uh, so, I mean, if you don't mind, first, let's start out, you know, what year did your sighting take place? Um, it happened in 2005. 2005. And just kind of, you know, walk us through what happened. 
All right. Okay. So um, I went down to visit a friend who lives in Mexico and, you know, we've been hanging out for like, I don't know, a week or something and, you know, done all the things in her town. And we decided to book a room at like a really nice hotel out on, you know, on the coast. So, um, and besides she wanted to show me like how beautiful everything was out there and stuff. So we took this long way, a few hours to the coast. Um, we went to check into the hotel. They had like double booked our room um, and somebody else was already in that room. So um, I don't know if the hotel people told her about this tiny little village um, down the coast um, that had a small beach or if she knew about it because she's kind of a local, but um, we headed down to that little town. Um so we checked into the hotel and I had to email her and ask her for some of the details. Um, I couldn't remember why we decided to leave and head back to her town, which was a few hours away. Then um, she told me that like it was only locals there were like no tourists, which is cool, but like everybody was getting really drunk and it was really loud apparently. And um, so we decided to like pay for the room and head back to where she lives. Um, it was a, uh, kind of getting it was afternoon it's getting a little dark and there was like a storm coming in so the sky was getting you know like ominous sky kind of thing um and so we drove we just took you know basically this road is like an unpaved road and um it's a pretty rough road um mm-hmm. and um it had been uh it was starting to drizzle you know and um I'm not sure like how far we had driven before her car started to overheat. Um, so there was like really nothing out there. We were like, you know, 30 minutes from like nothing, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I was, yeah, I was starting to get a little nervous. Um, but my friend, she's like, she's like such a chill person. Like nothing ever, nothing ever gets to Pam. You know, she's laughing. She's having a great time. I'm like, you know, uh, cars overheating, storms coming in. If your car breaks down, we're like, you know, we don't, there's no one to help us. Uh, so we're driving down, you know, I realized at some point, like that I had seen no other cars on the road. And I remember thinking like, um, like, I guess the locals are like where they're going to be for the night, you know, maybe because the storm or something like that. Yeah. So, um, so we, it's funny because like the reason that I remember this so well is because, it was such a shocking thing um, that, like, it's almost like um, I can play it like a um, little movie clip. Like, I can rewind it. I can go back. Like, for, you know, a few seconds before I saw the Bigfoot to, like, immediately after, once we, like, where I, th- I felt had gotten to safety. Like, I remember every single little thing. And I think because it was such a shocking thing to see him and to see him so clearly that like, it was like burned into my memory. Yeah, just kind of imprinted in there. Imprinted. It totally imprinted. And I think also because I haven't talked about it, you know, I just basically like opened up the box and revisited it and it's all there. It's like, it almost like it just happened. So, um, so we're driving and, my friend puts on like that song, uh, what's it called? Um, sail away or whatever, uh, <laughs> yeah. by, 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 by Enya, you know, right. and I, and she turned it up like so freaking loud. And so, uh, 
I remember going, oh God, you know, and she's just laughing. And so we take this turn to the right. And like, like I said, like, I remember it so clearly, like I even remember the degree of the turn to the right. And so I'm in the passenger seat. My window is down. It's just sprinkling a little bit, but you can tell it had had a big rain already in this area because the road was like bad. Like it was muddy and lots of water in, in the divots or gouges or whatever you call them. Yeah. And I see, I see something up ahead. There's like a bend, like at a straightaway, and then there's a bend that turns left, like almost like a 90 degree turn to the left. And I see a black, a black figure at the, right before the turn on my side of the road. And I remember like thinking like, what is that? Because that's like, it's such a contrast with the trees, you know? Um, so I'm just looking at it and looking at it. And as we get closer, we're driving slow, cars overheating, you know, it's bad road. Um, and my friend Pam, like, I love her because she talks nonstop. Like, and, and she's like a cool friend because I don't have to like say anything. I can just like chill and let her tell her story, you know? And um, she wasn't worried about the car, the storm or anything like that. But so we get closer and we're going slowly and I'm getting a better and better view of this thing. And it's, it's so still that I thought, you know, from a distance coming up, I thought it was like a sculpture or uh, something that, that doesn't move, you know, something that was like there, you know? Yeah. And so we're rolling slowly and I'm just looking at this thing and I see like this Bigfoot on the side of like the side of the road, like side of the road, like not in, not really very obscured or anything. I saw his whole entire body. So uh, he was like standing to the left of this tree, okay, and he he had like um, he was like kind of ducking, like his head was ducking, and he had pushed up like some foliage, pushed it up to like um, maybe brow level, and he was looking at me. He was totally like looking at me, and um, yeah, I saw his body. Saw got a really good look at him. Um, I don't know if he thought he was like hiding. He wasn't doing a good job of it at all. Cause I could see him from his shins all the way to his brow. Um, maybe a little foliage over, you know, tiny like little bendy branches with foliage were like over some of him, but I could see him super clearly. Um, so, but it wasn't like I had time to look and be like, Oh, his hands look like this, his arms look like this. Um, I could tell it wasn't a human. Um, and the proportions were all wrong. It wasn't a human. Um, and then once we, once we like established eye contact, like I didn't look around his body anymore. It was like, we were just locked. Our eyes were like locked on each other. Um, and like the impression I got is like, you know how like when you're driving on a road and there's like some kind of animal who freezes, but is like scared. So they're like kind of rigid, you know, just like ready to, ready to run. Like that was the look I was getting, like he was ready to run. Um, so that's how I saw him. Um, and then we're getting ready to take that turn to the left and I looked back over my shoulder and he like kind of the branch he 
lowered his arm so the branch kind of went down and then he he kind of he backed up but he turned at the same time in a smooth motion like he backed and turned smoothly and went back into the forest you know and I was telling one of my clients today because I told her I was going to be on this podcast and she's like is it like the Simpsons meme? You know, the Simpsons are such a little clip where, you know, Homer Simpson's like, like Homer backing going into, back the bush. into the bushes. Yes. Yeah. 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 But not exactly because he was backing and turning at the same time. And then I just couldn't see him anymore after that. I mean, wow. First off, you know, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And it really sounds like. I mean, just something out of a horror movie, kind of, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, just, yeah, even to down to the, you know, the cell away blasting over the speakers of the car and just everything. Uh, oh, dude. And so, like, when you asked me to be on this podcast, you know, I was like running some errands the other day and I was like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask the thing to play it and ask, you know, the whatever, the, Amazon music to play this <laughs> song. And like, I turned it up really loud and I was like, hoping I wouldn't get like, you know, up at a stoplight, people being like, what the hell? <laughs> I was just hoping that nobody would hear me, you know. And, but when I played it, it was like uh, I could feel maybe it, like I had a reaction, a physical reaction in my body, like yeah. um, maybe like a, um, a hundredth of the intensity that I had that day when I saw him. Um you know, I like the chills, like in my, I felt sick, like, you know, like, st like my stomach felt weird. My chest felt weird. Like I, I, I could feel the feelings to a very small degree, but I don't, it's not like I own any, you know, any of CDs. I don't like, you know, I don't play that song. So I haven't really heard that song, you know, since, since that happened that I know of. Yeah. So like what kind of emotion did it instill in you whenever you saw it? Was it like fear or shock or awe or what? Um, I couldn't believe, I could not believe what I was seeing. Um, for one thing, like I just uh, kind of like shut down in a way. And then also in a way, like the only really big feeling that was overwhelming was like, we're not safe. Like, like if, this car overheats here, like we're, we're doomed. Like it was just a big, huge feeling of like danger, mm -hmm. like danger. Like I didn't, you know, he wasn't like snarling and he wasn't like, it was a very intense look that he was giving me, but it wasn't like, you know, and I, he had already turned and gone, but I still was like, we just have to make it to this next village. So I were asking her, I was like, the only thing I said to her, she's like, blah, 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 chatting away. And I, I was like, how far, how far to the next town? You know, how far, how much farther? And she said, like, I think she said like maybe 15 to 30 minutes. And you never told her what you saw during the car ride or anything? No, I was just quiet, just quiet, you know, um, didn't say anything. It was like, I don't know how to, I just, there were, there were no words, you know, um, when I messaged her, mess emailed her recently to ask her like, Hey, you know, how far were we from this town when this happened? And, you know, what, what did I say when I saw Bigfoot? And she was like, what, you know, how, how did I not know about this? And she, she responded that I had just told her that I had experienced a life changing thing. 
but by then we were, you know, and she didn't ask, you know, what I was talking about. Uh-huh. By then we were in the village where we broke, we did overheat. We broke down and there were like, you know, Mexican police and they had like, um, I don't know my guns, but they're like the autom- automatic, well, right. Scary things, looking guns. Realm, you know, you know, scary yeah. looking dudes. And so, and normally like, you know, when they come out, you're in the dark, you don't know where you are. Um, uh, you don't speak, I don't speak Spanish and they don't look too pleased to see us. So a couple of ding-dongs rolling into their tiny little village in the middle of the night. Um, <laughs> uh, normally that would have been something that would have given me, you know, a little bit of anxiety, but I was just like shut down. Like I was just shut down, you know? So did, whenever you saw it, I mean, did Bigfoot pop in your head as to what you were looking at? I knew exactly what I was looking at. Because it didn't look like anything else. It didn't look like anything else but Bigfoot. Like, I knew it wasn't a human because, like, I was art major and I had, you know, four semesters of figure drawing. So I drew naked people for two years. You know, I know the proportions. We learned, you know, that the average normal human proportions. And it was not that. And I was so close to him. Um, I was thinking about today i'm estimating i was about eight feet away from him i was so close to him that i could see that his hair was wet like he had been rained on wow and yeah and his hair was not like you know like a teddy bear hair um it i wouldn't say it was like all matted or anything but it was like pc you know like his like pc like i don't explain that but you know i i sent you an image of what a very very similar body type, right? Because um, I wanted you to know like what what this thing looked like. Because and it was hard to find one that looked like this body type. Because when you go and you look for images, you know there, there a lot of them have like really big butts, like big paunchy <laughs> butts, or they'll have like a pot belly, or they have like these huge muscly like bodybuilder shoulders and that wasn't it you know this is something i've actually talked to a few other people about uh who have had sightings with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That was kind of a, a dilemma for myself. Like, whenever you look at Bigfoot artwork on the internet and Bigfoot renderings, mm-hmm. the vast majority of them don't look like Bigfoot in reality. They They kind of look like what people conceptualize Bigfoot to look like, but not what they actually look like. Right. I, I guess, I guess most people haven't seen them, so they don't really have a reference, you know? Um, I would say, and he wasn't like huge. He wasn't like, you know, 12 feet tall or whatever. I think, you know, I was looking at my husband last night to kind of get a gauge on how big I thought he was. And if he had been standing up, because he was like, basically like ducking his head, peering under this like foliage or whatever. And I would say he was probably if he was standing up, he's about seven feet. I mean, that's still pretty tall, but it's not some giant or anything. Yeah. And yeah. like, uh, 
a broad build or a slender build or average, would you say? I would say slender, you know, compared to all of the drawings and the stuff that you see. Like, um, like the one I sent you was almost exactly correct proportion wise. Mm -hmm. And something, I don't know, like something kind of told me that it maybe was like a a younger one because it it didn't look all crusty. You know, I don't know. It just didn't look like an older one. And I was thinking like maybe that's the reason it, it wasn't hiding so well because it wasn't being... It wasn't hiding well, yeah. you know, like maybe he thought he was behind a lot of foliage, but he wasn't, right. you know, I could clearly see, you know, from the brow, you know, the whole chest, I could see, um, down to the shins, couldn't see his right arm, didn't see his hand cause it was like under the brush. Right. You, uh, mentioned, you know, the art background and figure drawing. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit of an art background, nothing major. It was like high school and that's it. Yeah. But I mean, I understand that like part of it is learning the proportions of the human anatomy and everything. Absolutely. What are some of the uh, differences that stand out to you between what you saw and the normal proportions of a human? Uh, The musculature was different. The arms were longer. Like, um, everything seemed more stretched out, but it wasn't like if you took a human and you blew it up, you would have this thing. It was just completely different. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but the proportions were different. Whenever you were looking at it and you made that eye contact, did it feel like you were looking at a person or an animal? An animal. I felt like it, um, that's a really good question. It's hard to say. It, it seemed like maybe it had some intelligence there, but it was kind of like if you took like um, like maybe a gorilla mm-hmm. and a human. It didn't have like a whole bunch of white around the eyes. You know, like the whole face was black and it had hair like on the cheeks. You know, it didn't wasn't like too round black circles staring out of like eyes that are surrounded with white or anything like that. Right. Um, and also it didn't have like as protruding a brow as some of the drawings either. Uh huh. How long was the hair? It seemed like maybe like a hair, like on the chest stomach, maybe like five inches long, but it was wet. So it was, it, it was kind of, uh, kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. Um, like pieces, like pieces of it, you know, clumped together and stuff. Stuck clumped together. together, yes. It was clumped together. Yeah. Could you see the skin underneath the hair? No. So it had a pretty thick coat of hair then. It had a pretty thick coat of hair. Yeah, and it was like almost, almost black. And that's why I saw it so well and was able to see it from a distance because it was such contrast with the trees. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm just fascinated by your sighting. Uh, I mean, so whenever it comes to Bigfoot sightings, we hear a lot of stories that are just, you know, for lack of a better word, just these fantastical stories, these amazing interactions Uh and encounters and everything. But the truth is the vast majority of sightings that take place are roadside sightings as somebody is just driving down the road somewhere and happens to see one on the side of the road or crossing the road in front of them or behind them or something. Yeah. Like I told you. This is the only time I've ever heard of a Bigfoot sighting in Mexico. 
And I don't know why that surprises me, but it's it's just kind of mind blowing to me. It's funny because when I got back to um, California, I called up my friend Dale and I was like, Hey dude, I, I saw a Bigfoot down in Mexico. And he was like, no way. I, did you know I'm totally into Bigfoot? And I'm like, no, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it like didn't surprise me. Cause you know, we talked about other, you know, like alien stuff or, you know, I knew he was like open-minded. So I, you know, and I didn't really care. That's the whole thing. Like I didn't care if anyone believed me or not, like I totally know what I saw. Right. Um, and he's like, you know, there's a map, there's a map that has all these, all the sightings you should put, you should put a dot on that map or you should write them. And I'm like, okay. And then I didn't. And, you know, I, I mean, in all these years, I've probably told maybe five people. And it's the strangest thing. Cause you would think that when you'd see something that this mind blowing, you would like tell everybody, you know, you'd want to go on like talk shows or whatever, but like, I don't know why, like, I just didn't, I just didn't tell anybody. Um, yeah. So it's so strange. I don't know why I didn't. Um, I think for me, I think maybe it could be that it's not unexplained to me, but you know, it, it was, it was there there. I have no question. So I think if we had been out of the car and I think that would have been like totally, totally terrifying. I think that would have like affected me for the rest of my life. But the fact that, you know, we did get away um, and we were fine. Uh, yeah, or if we'd seen like one, you know, glimpses of one in the forest, then I think I would have gone deep dive. Like, what was that? You know, what what could that have been? But because I saw it, I I kind of don't need to do that, you know, the research or anything. And you know, I you know some years go by, and I, I get online, and I'm just curious to see like if anybody had, you know, else had seen one in Mexico, and like. Like, let me just tell you, there's like so much junk out there. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't have, I don't have time to wade through all that nonsense, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like I literally just wanted to find and see if somebody else had had a sighting there. And at the time, a few, few years ago, I looked nothing, like absolutely nothing. So I'm like, okay. So, um, you know, like, I think it was a year or two ago, I joined a, a, a Bigfoot group on Facebook and like wanted to search it and then nothing came up under Mexico either. So, um, yeah, I, I would find it really kind of hard to believe that like, you know, there's like legends and stuff from all different cultures of, of these kind of type of creatures. They vary a little bit, but you know, you hear about that. Right. Right. Um, so does, why would they just be like, you know, the Pacific Northwest or whatever? Yeah, I mean, and I know this is kind of just ignorant of me, but obviously, you know, whenever people hear Mexico, they picture what you see in movies and on television, you know, a big desert and these little villages and stuff. But, I mean, you showed me a map of the, the area where this took place. Yeah. And, I mean, it looks like you're looking at a map of like somewhere in Northern California or something, you know, like it, right. it's forested and rough terrain for sure. And I, and I told you this just, I mean, this looks like the stereotypical type place where you would have a Bigfoot encounter. Like that's what it looked like. You would definitely know that more than I would, but you know, I do know there's like a mountain range around there and that was some pretty dense forest. And we were, in the middle of nowhere, yeah, nowhere, you know. Um, so I guess it would be a good place to hide, you know. And 
Um, what I think happened, this is what I've been thinking about it a lot since I've mean, had more than I've thought about it all, all these years. I've been thinking about this since I, you first reached out to me and, you know, ask if you could ask me a question about it, like on Facebook. And I think why he came out is because Pam cranked that song. Like it was freaking loud. It was deafening. And I'm sure that he's learned over time, like if he hears something over here and it's a vehicle, he'll know that he can probably run over to wait for them in this spot. You know what I mean? Like he wanted to know what was coming. Yeah. So it was like the Enya that brought him (laughs) out. It was like, I do. I was like, you know, and you know, I looked you up and I, I I see that you go, you know, looking for Bigfoot. I was like telling myself, I was like, well, you don't need any kind of call. You just need that song. You know, just, just turn that song up, you know, they cut big bits and come out. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this in you. I'm not going to lie. Uh, we've cranked music before, <laughs> you know, we've used yeah, have you really? never <laughs> in you. It was usually like Led Zeppelin or something <laughs> like that. They, they seem to be drawn to, you know, John Bonham or something, but, uh, Oh, that, oh yeah. Who wouldn't be out in the middle of nowhere like that? Can you imagine uh, to something that's used to living in the wild and that environment away from humans Mm -hmm. to hear a stereo blasting from a car coming down the road, how loud that would be to them? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with you 100%. That's probably exactly what happened. This thing came running and wanted to see what was going on. It will you know, we're entertainment for them. And, and I think that's what was going on with it. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's also a, a few other things like the positioning of it, where it was, uh, the behavior of like, you know, kind of pushing that branch up by its head and everything. And like you said, it thought it was hidden. That's actually something that gets reported a lot. Like they'll, as a matter of fact, my first sighting that I had through a night vision scope, it was like, pulling a branch down and peeking at me between the branches. Oh, really? Same sort of thing. Yeah. And they're kind of, I hate to, you know, say something like this, but they're kind of known to like think they're hiding behind stuff that they're not really hiding behind, whether it be a tree or whatever. Okay. Uh, And then the other thing, uh, whenever it comes to these roadside sightings like yours, and especially road crossings, a lot of the times it happens at a curve in the road or a dip between two elevated parts of the road where they're kind of hidden, you know, by the features of the road and the land and everything like that. Really? Okay. So it's, you know, again, another point for you for saying that (laughs) happened at, you know, a curve in the road like that. Because, I mean, Mm -hmm. all of that, adds up and i mean your description of it and everything uh you were kind enough to go searching out images for me to look at yeah you happen to pick uh you know my buddy david schlosser's artwork for the face and michael broom's artwork for the uh body really yeah you and, know uh, the, oh that's so that's very cool yeah and the guy that did the the face rendering he's actually done one for my sighting and he works with uh eyewitnesses to make those renderings and stuff so seriously yeah oh, wow. so, so it's kind of interesting that you picked him and then you know michael broom's a great artist especially uh, his bigfoot stuff's kind of creepy looking but it's so awesome but yeah that is crazy so are, are you hooked are you are you going to like continue this journey of trying to get more information and stuff about them or are you just content where you're at 
honestly, I don't think so because, like, like I said, like, I, it, it's not an unexplained thing for me personally. Like, it's it's not unexplained. I mean, things like you know, you know, aliens, things like that. That's like more something I would be likely to go down because that, you don't. I don't have the answers for that. I don't have you know. Mm-hmm. That's more unexplained. But this is not unexplained. I still don't know why, you know, I didn't tell people, you know, I had, uh, I told a friend, it's like, I'm nervous, a little nervous tomorrow going, um, the interview is really big, but it's like, I've known you for 13 years. It's like, what was I supposed, did I know, did you tell me this? And I'm like, no. And she's like, why not? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't, maybe it's kind of a, a special thing of yours, you know, a, a moment for you. And, uh, you don't want it to be, you know, kind of soiled or ruined or anything by someone's stupid reaction to it, you know, because you know how people are. Yeah. And uh, I, I can understand not telling people. I think a lot of people don't tell people, really, unless you are someone like me that happened to be in the Internet Bigfoot world and everything. And now it's basically my job to talk about it. But. Uh, there's lots of people who have sightings that never tell anybody about them. Well, if you do hear of anybody else that sees one in Mexico, can you contact me? I would be interested to um, talk to someone maybe that, that, you know, saw one too. And like, we could compare notes on like what it looked like, you know, that would be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever had any encounters with anything else like UFOs or ghosts or anything? Um, both, you know, but, you know, pretty much everybody has, like, ghost stories, you know, both, um, uh, the, the whole UFO stuff, like, that's, like, a topic for, it's, like, another conversation, because, uh, like, the I will go on when it comes to that. That was, you know, <laughs> you know the alien things were more my jam, like, big, but never really was, um, Growing up, you know, we heard about Bigfoot and stuff like that, but it was never like something I was like super into, you know. Yeah. But um, the UFOs, all that kind of stuff. Like, um, I I have some information there that you might like to know, but like I don't I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Um, okay. I'd like to just kind of focus on the Bigfoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we'll definitely talk about that other stuff. Okay, cool. Because I have some cool stuff. I don't know if. What I know is like declassified yet, but I'm totally willing to tell you about it. I'm all about hearing that. <laughs> I cool. am <laughs> cool. I've always been interested in all the unknown stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But here, over the course of a you know past couple of years, I've really started getting more into the UFO stuff, especially with the disclosure movement going on and all that. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of crash coursing my way through the subject matter as quickly as possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about that for sure. Okay, cool. Have you ran across anybody else just in your normal daily life that's had a Bigfoot encounter? No. No, one of my clients, um, I'm a waxer. One of my clients, I think her husband has something to do with like the cryptid community. So I, I don't, I have never really asked her about that. And um, it's funny, ironically, like maybe a, a two weeks ago, she was talking about something and, and like, I was like, I, she brought up Bigfoot and I was like, yeah, I saw Bigfoot, but you know what? I, I didn't like be like, oh my God, I saw Bigfoot. I was like, I, I saw Bigfoot. And you know, she continued on. Like, so it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't, yeah. So, so every once in a while, like once every, you know, 
15, 20 years, you know, if that comes up in conversation. Yeah. Well, Rosie, I appreciate you coming on here and sharing your story for sure. I've enjoyed uh, hearing about it. It's awesome. Well, thank you so much for reaching out to me. You know, I, I, I think I, I was willing to do this because you did it the right way. Like when you first wrote me, you know, my answers were short because, um, I wanted to see if you like were actually like, you know, serious or interested in like what I had to say. And, you know, no, I wasn't going to come on the podcast. Um, I was just going to answer all the questions that you had, but, you know, after thinking about it, I thought, you know, if, if you do put me, you know, on their podcast, like maybe more people will come forward and talk about their experiences and that would be cool. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the goal is, uh, you know, to help people that want to talk about what they've experienced, but also help people that might be listening who've had an experience. And sometimes, those experiences aren't real great for them and they can take a toll on somebody, you know? So, uh, yeah, I'm sure. I really appreciate it for sure. Of course. And if you've had an encounter, you can't explain whether it be in Mexico, the United States, Canada, or wherever, send me an email at bigfootcrossroads at gmail.com. If you get a chance, check out bigfootcrossroads.com. You can find links to social media, past episodes, links to the merchandise, a contact form to reach me directly, everything you need all in one place. And remember, until next time, there's something in the woods. Yeah.